I am joined by Mickey James right now, the Impact Wrestling Knockouts champion. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about No Surrender. You have a big two-day uh, taping coming up, uh, No Surrender and Impact Wrestling TV tapings. You have a title defense at No Surrender against Tasha Steeles. Uh, we'll get into that, but first and foremost, how are you doing today? I'm so good. I'm so, so good. How are you? Good. Uh, have a cup of coffee, ready to go. Enjoying the morning. <laughs> yeah. So no surrenders coming up. Uh, impacts in New Orleans. Uh, I know you mentioned this on Gaw a couple weeks ago, but uh, you, you hope to do some uh, haunted hotel sightseeing. How's that going so far? Um, well, Moose, because we're here for media right now, Moose, it doesn't seem to want to do the haunted hotels. I'm going to have another conversation. We've been so slammed since we've been here. So I thought that we would have more time. And I really suggested that we stay at the La Pavilion. Have you, if you've ever stayed there, if you've ever been there, because that's the hotel, we did not stay there probably because it's within walking distance to Bourbon street. Um, (laughs) I know it, I know it by name, Uh, but I've never been. Oh, it's so it's a, such a beautiful hotel. If you if you're ever in New Orleans, you should you should check out that hotel. It's ton, I mean, there's tons of beautiful hotels here, right? But mm-hmm. it was one of the ones like I stayed there uh, one time way back when I was you know with WWE, and then so every time we would come in town. Since then, if I could, if I was getting my own hotel, I'd always check and see if that one was available because such as it's just an old. It's a really old building. It's it's haunted for sure i feel like it's haunted but the inside the elevators it opens to these like grandiose paintings inside the elevators it's just a stunning like really well like beautiful hotel yeah i i i would tell moose i just talked to him if i would have talked to him after i would have put him on the spot and said go to the go visit it go visit just some scary places yeah i mean that's i think that's part of the charm of new orleans yeah we gotta go see some voodoo people um what are they called? Voodoo queens? No, uh, that's something. I'm I made that up. Uh, go get a go get a baby cake or a king cake. Yeah, there you go. Maybe pay per view. I can get a king cake. There you go. Uh, what, <laughs> one of the other things you have going on, uh, Marty Gaw. Yeah, you have a performance with Chapel Heart lined up. So, oh my god, yeah. You have a you have quite the week the coming weekend. up. We're, um, it's going to be a busy weekend. Oh, thank you for talking about that. Um, so my girl's chapel heart, who I sang and wrote grown ass woman for, which was the theme song for empower, but also the theme song for God TV. Um, it, we are, because they're from new Orleans. They're from this, well, they're from Mississippi, but they from this area. So we're going to do a kickoff party on Friday night, um, right down the road at DMAC from like seven to 10. We're going to do via, like meet and greets and all that stuff, but we're going to have a whole concert, like a little kickoff party, a Marty Gall party, a Marty grown-ass woman party, but men are invited too, so you can be a gam and come too. Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun, but you know, it, it'll be a lot of fun, and so it's just a lighthearted kind of kickoff party that we're going to have there on Friday, and then obviously Saturday is the pay-per-view, so a big match, so I can't party too hard because I know Tasha is probably not partying at all. Um because she's, you know, preparing for this match. I don't want you to think I'm taking my eyes off the prize, though. No, not at all. It's, I mean, it's New Orleans. We're talking about having fun. It's a good time, you know, and they got great food. There you go. What's there not to love? And then, yeah, so 
Then we go into the pay-per-view and we're doing the television taping the following day for the fallout from the pay-per-view. So it's, it's pretty exciting. Plus we're back on the road and in new Orleans. So, um, I think I'm, I'm just really excited about it. Yeah. It's Dallas, Fort Lauderdale, new Orleans, you have uh, Louisville and Philadelphia coming up, so you, you're getting to oh. visit really, you know, some really good wrestling towns. Uh, I live, yeah, in, it's I just live nice in Philadelphia, to be back so the road again. yeah, it's just so good to be back on the road again. I love Louisville because I spent so much time there with OBW, so I'm very excited about that. Philly, obviously, it's a great wrestling town. I did a lot of my pre. Um, Mickey, like Alexis Lurie days were spent a lot of time in Philly. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and obviously with WWE, we've, we've been there a million times, but uh, yeah, it's just good to be back in front of the audience again and back in front of people and to perform and do what we love in front of people again. Like that's the most exciting bit of it all. You know, you mentioned, you know, you you spent a lot of time in OVW and I mean, maybe, maybe it's not as well documented just because of, you know, the advent of technology and social media, but, you know, a, a lot of fans maybe have followed your career from there, but any thoughts or, you know, fond memories of just being in Louisville, that area, you know, maybe uh, going back, you know, some stuff you'd like to do again or something that comes to mind when, you know, you, you got word that, Hey, we're going to Louisville for an impact taping. Yeah. Um, I think I always get excited about going back to Louisville because when I first got signed, that was the developmental territory. And it wasn't as you're right. It it is documented within OVW wrestling or, or whatever. And I'm sure WWE has the um, library on it all, but it was run very differently than developmental is today in the sense of like, we were kind of tucked away and hidden on purpose. So that way we weren't like overexposed or whatever, by the time we got to TV and then it was like we were a fresh character and that was like the major difference. So that's why, you know, a lot of the stuff that we did in OBW, unless you were in that kind of Ohio Valley central region where it was shown locally on the television, you know, there on the local station, you probably didn't see it, but it was some probably my biggest growing experience um, prior to coming up. It, it really prepared me for coming up on the road. Uh, Cause I've, First time I'm really away from within, you know, with that, w- within hours of my family, like with aside from just being like at most an hour and a half away when I moved to DC area. Um, but so it was the first time I've been up and away from my family, 13 hours away from my family, two and a half years of just like really doing it on my own and finding my own way and trying to uh, carve out my path in wrestling and figure out who that character was, who, uh, cause it was Alexis Lurie at the time, who Alexis Lurie, who turned into Mickey James. Um, it's just, that's, which is kind of funny in itself because that's who I really am. Um, who to find out who she was and to just grow up because I was so young, you know, and at that age, you think, you know, it all, and you think you're ready for the whole world. And I had so much growing and learning to do. And my friendships, like the friendships that I made there and the bonds that I made there, because we were in it, in the thick of it and struggling all together and all going after the same thing. Like I still talk to most of those guys, or at least the core group of guys and gals, like all the time and still close with them because we were like a real brotherhood sisterhood. We set up the ring together. We broke it down together. We tried all these little towns. We shot TV together. We went, we had eight hour training sessions together. We go to Cadoba together. Like, 
everything was like a group. We all pretty much lived in one of three different apartment complexes. Like it was just a very family crew. And it was my family that I was almost like adopted into or adopted once I left the, I'm just trying to make it hustling on the Indies. And, but my family is here in Virginia and I would just travel within the range that, you know, was affordable for me to go because let's face it at that time, you know, on the Indies and stuff, even as a female, like I got up there as far as making money, as far as an independent wrestler, but it's not the same as it was then. Like I was still struggling. Mm -hmm. I still had a, you know, to have to have a day job and probably broke even most weekends. So you're doing it because you love it and you want to get better. Or what I was making, I was spending back in um, camps, like in dojos and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, just to keep, you know, getting better. So it was amazing. I have so many memories Four street live. That's when four street live opened when I was in Louisville, it was the grand opening of the fourth street live. It turned into like, it was always there, but they made it a whole big thing. And that's still there. Apparently it's alive and going. Um, I don't know if I'll venture back down there now. <laughs> I feel like maybe it's not my scene nowadays, but we had a lot of fun there. Um, but yeah. I mean, who knows? You you might have another performance lined up. On 4th Street, yeah. right in the middle. Because that's what they shut down the whole street. So you can't drive down there. Yeah. Because like... they do have right down in the middle. It's a huge thing. Like, it was really um, unique. And I guess because I didn't get out much. I'm from a small town in Virginia. And Richmond was our big city. So for me to, to see the development of this whole part of the city where they would shut it all down for the nightlife and they would hold concerts and events in the middle of the street. But then there were all these other bars and restaurants and all these other things that you could walk like that were on the street within walking. To. It was just fascinating to me because I was like, oh, my God, there's so many people. And then for going like, there's so many people live here. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah it, it's it's really interesting to see how uh city planning if you want to call it that has improved over the years and i i'm a big baseball fan so you know i've been to st louis and they have ballpark village and they built something similar into the you know into the park and the surrounding area and then if right. you've been to orlando like church street they shut down before games so it's very right. i think if anybody has been to either one of those that is like the closest thing to what you're talking about, about fourth street. Right. But yeah, it just adds so much. You're not just going to the event, going home, struggling to find somewhere to eat or drink before and after it's like, you know, it, it's a whole day or evening experience. So it's, you know, it's really fun. Absolutely. That's what I would say. It's an experience because it's not all the same type of stuff, right? Like, so Mm -hmm. there would be like the whiskey bar and the lucky strike, the bowling alley and the Dave and Busters, but also the Saddleback Ranch and the rock and roll bar and, you know, the Maker's Mark kind of bar and then the martini but like it had every type of like little place like the tapas bar and all the things that you could go to all on the same street so you could literally just not leave that one little area and they would block it off so you'd have to get your id checked just to go into either side of it i don't know if it's still like this or not but even to go even to enter the street so once you were checked you were you had to be of legal age to even enter Mm -hmm. that street at a certain time in the evenings um just in case, because that way you could just pop into all the different places. So it was pretty fascinating. Um, 
And I think it was a huge boom for their economy down there, you know, to have that whole destination mm-hmm. kind of area for everyone to go. And it makes it a lot safer, especially now with um, Ubers and the, you know, slowing, hopefully slowing down of drinking and driving or stopping would be nice. Yeah. Uh, but all of the things, you know, it's just because everything is kind of in the same place. So then people don't feel like they need to go to a bunch of different places, you know? You're going to have to scout that for us. But before we get to Louisville, <laughs> we have New Orleans. You have uh, a title defense with against Tasha Steeles, as I mentioned, at No Surrender. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of trash talk going on here. It's fun. She talks uh, a lot of trash. She talks so much trash. But it's fun. I was going to say, we did kind of go off on a tangent there. I was just reminiscing. No, it's Louisville. fun. That's uh, I, 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 it's, it's part of the experience, like, you know, being in, in the city and Hey, but, uh, I think one of the things that appeals to me, it it also happened in your feud with Deanna. There's a lot of fun trash talk, but at the heart of it, you're still two competitors that respect each other. Uh, you're not taking unnecessary shots at each other. It's, you know, it's still about the spirit of competition, but having fun with it is that something that you you try to show fans when they're watching or is it anything conscious or you know do you just kind of um, feel things out when you're you know i think that you have to i always try to have fun with it if it's not fun then i don't want to do it i really don't i don't because I, I don't have to you know what i mean like i'm not, i'm really at that point like i want to have fun and i want to have um, tell good stories and, you know, make magic out there. And I want to do it with people who want to do that with me in the sense. And, uh, Tasha does talk a lot of trash and she's a great talker. She, she, I mean, and obviously, you know, in the ultimate X match, she proved that she can back it up without Savannah's help. Um, so I'm very cognizant of that. And I've watched Tasha from afar for a while. And I think, because she was teaming with Kiera for so long, and everyone knows I adore Kiera so much. So I kind of watched her as a tag competitor in that sense. So I really hadn't seen her as a singles competitor until I was doing commentary for Knockouts Knockdown. And even then, I, I went back and I was like, God, this girl, she's a star. She is a star. She's got the look. She's got the, the chops. She's got she her in ring ability is amazing. Like she ha- checks all the boxes to be like that next level star. Now that I can actually see her on her own, you know, and mm-hmm. and sometimes that's just it was a real difference maker. And um, I think the alliance with Savannah is perfect to have that muscle because she's obviously impressive and she's a strong girl and she's you know good in her own right in the ring. You know, both of them separately, but putting those having them be this alliance together it's it's pretty powerful it's very powerful um and so i'm aware of that obviously i mean it's kind of a tricky question in the sense but yes you have to go out if you're not having fun out there then what are you doing Mm -hmm. if it's all i mean it, it is a business at the end of the day we are in the wrestling business i never you know forget that but at the same time um i love this business and i love the the art of the stories and the um, emotions that we can pull off out there. And uh, I do consider it artwork to be able to do that. And in order to do, be able to paint those pictures, you need to have people who want to paint the same types of pictures. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 
obviously you're not going to get along with everybody and you're going to butt heads here and there because everybody has different opinions and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's meant to be fun. Like we get to live our dream and go out there and have a great time. And life is too damn short. And there, you just, it's too unpredictable to take it way too seriously in the sense of, you know, everything is the end all be all because you're going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be, hopefully you'll wake up tomorrow and it'll be another great day. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think there's a, a, an important point in there about having fun, looking forward to what you're doing. Uh, as we're recording your match with Chelsea Green's going to air tonight. Uh, you've been open about wanting to work with her. What are your thoughts about finally getting to work with her here in impact? It's a different capacity, different situation, but you're still getting to work with somebody that you have a mutual admiration respect for. I'm very excited to wrestle Chelsea. I've uh, been a huge supporter of Chelsea since day one. I was excited to be able to do like a different type of angle with her or something that was going to be fun and exciting. I think for me too, because I was looking for what is it going to be? What am I going to do? Uh, on television next because I was coming back from my injury and what felt right and what was going to, you know, be fun, mm -hmm. you know? And I just like, I, I love telling stories and I love the, the dramas and all the stuff uh, in between. And that's really exciting to try to come up with stuff like that. So obviously, but then Chelsea and I pretty much got, we got let go to the same day and, you know, I've watched her from winning the first ever NWA women's invitational cup to her stuff at GCW, to Ring of Honor. To, she's been, it's just crazy to think because we've been on our own like journeys since that departure and she's been killing it. And I'm very proud of her. You know, it's, I'm, I'm very, very proud of her and everything that she's done. Um, and it just goes to show that like, you know, you really can still, um, sometimes people think like, Oh, the dream, the dream is different for everyone. You know what I mean? Like living your dream is different for everyone. And it doesn't necessarily have to be this one thing. And, and we all hope for that one thing. I think because when we first start on the journey, the idea is to um, go to WWE because that is the pinnacle of success in our industry. And you, once you've gotten there and you've, and you've been there, you recognize. And then when you leave, I think a lot of people think that once you leave, well, then you're done. And to be able to take that moment and to make more of it and really just live your life on your own terms, it's so empowering and it's so exciting to see. Um, and I'm just really proud of her. I really, really am. And uh, I think she's been doing an incredible job. And so obviously to be able to wrestle her and to, and to be able to do all like have that moment with her is amazing. But I just want to keep watching her shine because I think she's brilliant. Yeah, it's really cool to see. Uh, and I, I, Taya Valkyrie just mentioned this in another interview, but it stuck with me. She said, my dream was, you know, to get to WWE and I, I got to experience that. I, I reached my dream. Now I just have a different dream after WWE. So right. uh, it, it's cool to, you know, not only hear you share that about Chelsea, but see what both of you are doing in your own respective careers. And, you know, we've just been talking about having a lot of fun uh, the, the various things that you are doing, uh, you are having a little bit more fun on social media. I, I saw all the memes going up, oh. uh, so I can't, <laughs> I can't close without asking which one's your favorite so far. Oh my gosh. So I, so I just made my profile picture, 
the one of um, King Kong holding me on both Instagram and Twitter as a dare from God TV because I thought they were going to air it in the episode, but we played Truth or Dare in that episode, and I think the bonus content goes on the uh, podcast form and the Patreon form. However, in that dare, that Val had to put lipstick all over her face, and I was dared to change my profile picture for 24 hours. So technically, I, I think I can change it now, but I don't know. Um, my favorite, my favorite might be the one with the little girl where she's like running out of the way. That is up there. And then the new one, the fight club one is kind of up there. Um, I don't know. They're all so good. I'm oh, the s- Titanic one is amazing, but it's kind of like a double. <laughs> it's a weird one. Mm-hmm. The Titanic one is amazing. Um, what's the other one? The Shining. I don't the think shining. I saw that one yet. Uh, I was going to pick Titanic for mine. Okay. That okay. that was my favorite. And then the, what was it? the girls in a, I know it's a little Why girl in a so yellow ridiculous. jacket. She's like yes, running with a ice cream. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, if you're not having fun with that and you're not having fun with what you're doing on TV, what are you, what are you doing? But, uh, what are you doing? having fun with your life? What are you doing? Exactly. Honestly, like I always or is strictly I try not to take anything too seriously on Twitter because uh, you can go down walls and, and we all have our moments but I've always felt like Twitter was merely for entertainment anyway um, these memes when they came in I could I was like literally I was driving Nick crazy with them because I'm dying laughing on the sofa going like I can't believe these like where do you have the time to and where did you come up with this this is hilarious um, but yeah yeah, they're so funny. They're they're fun. So funny. Uh, anybody wants to contribute a new one, go check out the old ones. I would encourage. Uh, go go yeah. look. Go look and have a good laugh. I make it my profile picture. There you go. That that's like a prize in itself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much for your time again. Uh, you can catch Mickey every week on Impact Wrestling on Access Impact Insiders on YouTube. Uh, got TV every Wednesday. Uh, the tapings coming up in New Orleans and the concert. So you have three days to, to check Mickey out in New Orleans. Uh, anything else we're missing? I mean, you're everywhere. NWA. Um, every Crockett Cup's coming up. We, um, Crockett Cup is coming up. We just started conversations about Empower Two. So Ooh. fingers crossed that. Yeah, so... Um, Do we have time to talk about that really quick? Or? We're just, well, I don't really... I'm just saying we just opened up the conversation about uh, it. We just okay. started talking about it. Well, so, I mean, there's hey. not really anything more to talk about okay. than that. Just hey, putting it that, out in the universe. That's exciting news, though. That, mm-hmm. I, that's exciting Very news exciting. for people. So you know, It's exciting, and it's also... I go, like, the Empower was so good. Um and to then try to, well, when we come up with something and as we start looking at it, to come up with something equally good or even better, it's going to be a difficult task because yeah. it was so good well, and so well received. So, uh, um, but I like I like comp- I like uh, a little bit of hard work, so I'm excited. I'm I'm excited to find out more. Uh, excited for no surrender. Everything else we just mentioned. Go check out Mickey. Support her. Support Impact NWA Gaw. Everything you're doing. Uh, Hopefully there's more announcements coming up soon. We'll have to do this again, but for now, thank you very much for your time today. Of course. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.